Greetings and thank you for listening to Black Biz Banter. My name is Nzinga Nomo, founder and owner of Everywhere Books Company. Um, today, I'd like to read the entire blog post entitled, What is the Alchemist Story About? Um, this piqued my, <laughs> my personal interest recently when I was analyzing my Google anal- Analytics page. In April, the country of India was clicking on my blog post. From their discovery page, which I've learned since, this just was fascinating to me, um, is how Google appears on your Android or iPhone device before you put in your search terms. And I'm just like, wow, why did it stop? I want this to happen again. <laughs> so um, I'm figuring that some people clicking to read the article may just want to listen to it especially while they're on their phone they might be driving anything so anyway here it goes the alchemist by paulo coelho coelho is a classic work of particular importance for people of african heritage it is about a boy who dreams of a hidden treasure located in africa it is an intriguing dive into human conditioning and behavior developed through the journey of life. It demonstrates how our response to adversity can shape our future. The profundity of it is housed in its simplicity. The main character, Siddiqui, and the people he meets are easily identifiable in our family and friends today. The biggest takeaway for me was that at our core, lives an inner knowing that is connected to the origin of the world. When we are young, we have the strongest connection. As we age, we can get distracted by temporary setbacks or unwillingness to step outside of our comfort zones. Though the story is a familiar theme, it was most impactful because the setting was not and therefore somehow quickly engaged my imagination to explore Siddiqui's world. And in the blog post, I have a picture of a related story, the story of the Moors in Spain by Stanley Lane Poole. And of course, I encourage you, after hearing this blog post, to actually visit the post by going to everywherebooks.com and putting in the search bar, The Alchemist. And um, you'll see a lot of, you'll see um, actually the ability to purchase the book. But to go to the blog, if you scroll to the bottom, you'll start seeing the blog post um, link. Continuing with the blog. My quick browse surprisingly revealed several references to the Moors. While I am no expert on the Moors, I am familiar with the classic book, The Moors in Spain, by Stanley Lane Poole, which was written in 1886. The cover of that book depicts a stunning painting created in 1878 by Edouard Charlemont, who was an Austrian living from 1848 to 1906. The publishers of The Alchemist, Black Classic Press, which is a black-owned 
publishing company, are to be commended for selecting a cover reflective of the same time frame the author lived. See picture below. And I have another picture of the cover below, which um, the caption reads, Original image of cover art for The Story of the Moors in Spain by Stanley Lane Poole. The image was downloaded from the Philadelphia Museum of Art, and I also have a link to their page. The picture shown above is worth 100,000 words. A bearded black man dunning what appears to be silks, linens, and weaponry standing in a confident and striking stance inside the meticulously carved Alhambra is jaw-dropping. From the introduction of the Moors in Spain, John G. Jackson says, The word Moor literally means black, so the Moors were the black people. This is the perfect, powerful image to accompany the cover of the book. It helped me to better imagine the world of Siddiqui. The Alhambra is a fortress built by the Moors located in Grenada, Spain, which is a five-hour shuttle bus ride from the outskirts of Andalusia. Young Siddiqui is living among the Moors in Andalusia, the setting for The Alchemist. Moorish references in The Alchemist are, number one, quote, the girl was typical of the region of Andalusia. And number two, quote, at the highest point in Tarifa, there is an old fort built by the Moors. From atop its walls, one can catch a glimpse of Africa. Andalusia has alternate spellings of Andalusia, A-N-D-A-L-U-C-I-A, and Andalusia, A-N-D-A-L-U-Z-A. It is located in southern Spain, where the Moors are known to have ruled for almost 800 years. It is the area closest to the northern coast of Africa, has high cliffs, as does Africa, and is a quote, strategic gateway between Europe and Africa. The coastal area is known as, quote, the coast of light. Only the waterway, known as the Strait of Gibraltar, separates Andalusia, known as southern Spain, from Africa. Then I have a picture of a book with um, an image of King Tutankhamun's mother called When We Ruled by Robin Walker, which of course is available at Everywhere Books Company, <laughs> everywherebooks.com. Gibraltar was known to the Moors as, quote, Gebel Tariq, after Moorish governor Tariq ibn Ziyad, also spelled Tariq, T-A-R-I-Q. He was an African governor of Mauritania that led an army of 6,700 African soldiers along with 300 Arab translators to the area. His army built a fortress in the immediate area around the large limestone rock 
in the 8th century and used it as a home base in preparation for battle. The limestone rock of Gibraltar is 1,398 feet high, which is almost equivalent to a 100-store building. Its sheer mass made it a great observation point to survey oncoming attacks. The castle or fort covers approximately 35 acres and was built in 889 CE. And I have a YouTube link shown. Um, according to Lane Poole, the Moorish Kingdom was known for its literature, art, and science. Students flocked from France, Germany, and England to learn math, astronomy, botany, philosophy from the Moors. The Tarifa Moorish mention, now known as Tarif, T-A-R-I-F, is a port also lo located in Andalusia referenced in The Alchemist. It was named after another African Moor named Tarif ibn Malik, according to the book When We Ruled by Robin Walker. Tarif ibn Malik was one of the commanders under Tariq ibn Zayak, who the Rock of Gibraltar was named after. I don't mean to bog you down with too many historical facts, but I just want to build out the setting with present-day landmarks that you can Google or even visit to totally immerse yourself in the story. Then I have a picture um, of Moorish Castle on the coast of Spain in Andalusia built around the Rock of Gibraltar. And I have uh, the, the Wikipedia link um, to the JPEG as well. It is important to pause here to mention that the Arab invasion of North Africa occurred in 639 AD, which led to a rampant spread of Islam. Therefore, almost 100 years later, the Moors and their castles are a fascinating sight to imagine for sore eyes overly soaked in the traumatic time of enslavement. Reading about a time when African people prospered stimulates and ignites new possibilities knowing that greatness is also part of our history. The proud statuesque black man on the cover of the Moors in Spain alone commands a foray into his world and the alchemist provides a tantalizing literary entranceway to explore more. As a side note, I found in my research that there's even an Andalusia, Alabama. And I give the uh, website www.cityofandalusia.com. Also, Chicago has a restaurant named after the Alhambra, Alhambra Palace in Andalusia. And then I also give a link, alhambrapalacechicago.com as a... Um, reference. The alchemist, after quickly reeling us into the story with the quest of Siddiqui to follow his dreams, we meet a merchant who has led a life stifled by setbacks. Siddiqui shares fresh ideas 
that inspire and change the merchant's life. At various points along his journey, Coelho, the author, drops breadcrumbs about how to develop inner guidance. Siddiqui is one who is accustomed to following his first mind, hunches, and intuition. There's a beautiful quote about it. Um, Intuition is really a sudden immersion of the soul into the universal current of life where the histories of all people are connected and we are able to know everything because it it is all written there. That was the quote. This is a beautifully written statement to ponder and roll over in the mind and validate. When the alchemist comes on the scene, we have already been primed for surprises, but next level is met eye to eye when he challenges Siddiqui to a task that seems impossible. Finding a way out of no way, we are dazzled with the creativeness he demonstrates to at least try to meet it head on. As I perused the pages, it became fun for me to imagine if I were part of a world described and how I could better connect with the signs and feelings that are being given along my journey. Coelho dares to penetrate the spiritual realm by drawing correlations between natural happenstance with upcoming decisions that Siddiqui has to make. This may have been why the book was banned in 2011 by Iran. While Iran did not cite a reason, it seems that in that part of the world, the psychological impacts of teaching about a period in black history where we were at the helm in lead roles and well-respected could have earth-shattering effects, particularly for people of African heritage. I love that the alchemist speaks matter-of-factly about the Moors, almost making it commonplace, which increases the curiosity and wonderment about who the Moors are or were. For people of African heritage, I think it is healthy to seek out literature that paints our homeland in a positive light. In the main character's quest and desire to seek treasure in Africa is the epitome of following the light emanating from our continental origins. I invite the reader to come and explore a possible path traveled by the Moors. I highly recommend The Alchemist. You may want to even read while listening to some music geographically fit for the occasion, and I have a link to it. Oh, that music is beautiful. Afterward, to delve deeper into Moorish history, check into Stanley Lane Poole's work, The Story of the Moors in Spain. And then I have a list of 12 books related to the Moors. Um, And uh, each of them, there's a possibility you can get them at Everywhere Books Company. I say possibility only because some books um, have gone out of print. Number one, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Alhambra, The History and Legacy of the Moors. I'm going to shorten some of these. Uh, Discovery of America and Outgrowth of the Conquest of the Moors. Enter 
Nationalnomics, the Moorish Code. Number five, Global African Presence by Edward Scobie. Number six, Introduction to African Civilization by John G. Jackson. Number seven, Key Points Trilogy by L. Uh, let's see, Cosmo. Number eight, The Moorish Empire. Number nine, Moors Dressed as Moors. Number 10, Moors in America by uh, Victor Taylor L. Number 11, The Story of the Moors After Spain by Stanley Lane Poole. Number 12, The Story of the Moors in Spain by Stanley Lane Poole. Number 13, When We Ruled by Robin Walker. And number 14, Moorish Spain by Richard Fletcher. Final thoughts. As always, I appreciate that you have read through this blog post. I hope that you've become curious to read the book, The Alchemist, and more books by Paulo Coelho or books on the Moors. We ask that you consider purchasing your books from our Black-owned bookstore, Afterwear Books Company. If there's a title you'd like to purchase that's not mentioned here or you could not find it on our site, feel free to email us at afterwearbooks at afterwearbooks.com. Um, and then also I have um, a few blog notes with YouTube videos on coastal life, um, a recent trip someone made to the Alhambra, and the Moorish architecture in Spain, which is absolutely spectacular. <laughs> absolutely spectacular. Oh my, I'm remembering the research I did on this book. It was delightful. It was delightful. So thanks so much for listening to the this latest episode. I encourage you to listen and read more. I'm going to embed a, this blog reading to the blog article. I also invite you to visit afterwearbooks.com. Again, my name is Nzinga Nomo. I'm the owner and founder of Afriware Books Company. Hope you have a fabulous day and take good care. Share, share, share. Bye-bye.